You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, I hope you're excited about tonight's episode. The one and only Megan is here with us. Let's go now and listen to our conversation as we talk about health and wellness. Well, hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. How's it going? Ah, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be any better. They'd probably try to make two of me. Right? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, I'm excited to get on here and get to chat. We've been uh, we've been chatting back and forth in the Instagram world for, I don't know, over a year now for sure. I, I can't yeah. remember exactly how long it's been, but uh, it's I been a while now. Actually, I totally do because I bought this sweatshirt when I was at coach training and we started talking when I was at coach training. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So, so that was, it was in February. February. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I went in January and I remember uh, as we were chatting online, I saw that there was a new uh, session of coach training going on and I was like, Hey, she's, she's at coach training. Let's, let's see how she's enjoying it and that kind of stuff. And you were like, you know, I got this tomorrow. I was like, don't sweat it. You got this. Da, 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 da. You you knock it out of the park. So here we here we are over a year later and you're just a right? right. I can't believe it's been that long, but yeah. A year. Yeah, time flies. And it, you know, it's funny how, how fast that we can be rolling through these days of, you know, COVID hibernation and uh the the change in our world as far as at least the ww world how everything goes to right on the screen and you don't get to hug anybody or see them face to face anymore so it's it's a little bit different but man just the days just they just keep coming at us that's what we got to do keep keep rolling with the punches right oh yeah i'm so ready for it to be over though i don't know about you i'm too much <laughs> of a people person for this <laughs> yeah i i definitely miss uh i miss the the people thing uh for me I always work from home. Uh, my normal job is is this. So uh, having extra people at home has been a little bit different. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a burden or anything like that, having family here, but it just is an extra complication to learn how to navigate through. So I think it, I think it has helped me stay a little more engaged in how I approach all of multiple areas of my life, not just food or not just activity and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been good. I, I'm I'm for anything that uh, allows me to grow, uh, especially growth mindset. Uh, I really enjoy that. But uh, I I never would have thought it would have been a, a pandemic, and I would not want to say I would do this all over if I could do this again. You know, but uh, not just, at all. We're just gonna. I did not want to do this again. I'm no, glad no. that we're getting to the point where we're coming down the curve. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. So uh, so hopefully. The smart people in the world uh, can create us a, a path for us to not have to worry about this so much. Uh, either that's a vaccine or whatever uh, later in the year or first part of next year, whenever, as soon as we can get to it. So it, it will be good. I'm very excited for the smart people to allow their voice to be heard. <laughs> I'm all for that. So anyway, well, I, I appreciate you coming on with me. Uh, I uh, I know I've been inspired by you, and I know people that hear this will be as well. And uh, our mutual Thank friend you. Ivana is listening. Miss Groceries and Grace, I love it. So uh, yes, but, her and I are new BFFs. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's she's and amazing. Oprah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, you know, Saturday I was just zooming. And I'm looking at my Zoom screen, and there's Oprah and me, like right beside each other. We just zooming together. Whatever. Oh, just BFFs. No big deal. Yeah. It's fine. That's hilarious. That's anyway. what I thought when, when I went on stage and was talking to her. I was like, literally, this is my life. Yeah. Like, this is my life. So. Yeah, yeah. We can, get, we can talk about that here in a little bit. But I always, I always start these basically about the same way. So I really want to know, like, for you, like, how you heard about WW as a company, how you, how you were uh, brought into it in your life. Uh, may have been when you were a young kid because of a family member or whatever. And then what, at what point, where you were, that said, man, I think WW can work for me. And then tell me like, you know, how many times you kind of did it and then what made it stick? We'll talk about that. So let's just tell me how you started with WW. Where did oh it all start God. back in the day? Um, so honestly, I had seen, uh, what is her handle? Mare Does Life is her handle. She's my in real life best friend. Um, okay. We have been friends for probably like 12 or 13 years. 
Okay. Um, and I had seen her do it um, in college with her mom. And it had never been something like I just had never really thought of it growing up. I just thought my mom always said I was big boned. That was my favorite excuse. You're just big boned. Um, and okay. now as an adult, I'm like, that's not a real thing, is it? <laughs> so, Probably not. <laughs> it's not, in case you're wondering, it's not. <laughs> but um, so I really had heard of WW through Meredith. And okay. then after I had my second baby, my older two are 11 months apart. Um, so I gained 40 pounds with my first and I was already a bigger girl and I immediately got pregnant, gained another 40 pounds. So I got to around 244 was my high. And Meredith said, you should give WW a try. Yeah. I'm loving it. I get to eat whatever I want in moderation, of course. But um, I figured I didn't have anything to lose. I honestly, I, I literally have gotten to a point where I went to go look for a dress for a wedding and cried in the dressing room because nothing looked good. And then I realized it wasn't the dresses that had been making me feel bad. It was me. Yeah. So. And I had just had a daughter and I, I just, if you just think about the person in your life that you love the most, and if I had heard her say those things to herself that I was saying to myself, it would be devastated. So that was the moment where I was like, this is the, this is the point. So what, when was that? Um, it was June of 2015. So next Friday is my fifth anniversary with ww and you never quit um well we'll we'll we call that a bridged thing <laughs> three times this is the third time around the i quit once do you want me to talk about this yeah yeah <laughs> i quit the first time i quit we remember points plus the okay. good old days where you could have as much sugar as you wanted and it didn't matter um i joined when it was points plus and I ate my weight in Chobani flips. I remember like that was my, the greatest thing ever. And then when it switched to smart points and Chobani flips went from four points to eight points, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. I, I always joke to my members. I quit over yogurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's when you knew, like that's, that was the point where I was like, I wasn't quite ready for this yet. Yeah. Like it just wasn't enough yet. And so I left, gained it all back, gained the 25 I lost and a little bit more and came back to smart points, lost 75 in a year. Wow. And then got pregnant with my third. So I kind of, my, my OB was all about, you know, you can do WW while you're pregnant and kind of keep an eye on things. So I did, uh, but not really. I really just ate a lot of Oreos. <laughs> so, but now I'm at, gosh, she, she just turned two and I just hit 89 pounds lost. So I lost it all and, and then a little bit more. Wow. But, okay. So the, was any of the 89 prior to having the baby? Was that all since the baby? Um, when I rejoined after Avery was born, I think I was at around 65. So since then, what's 89 minus 65? I'm really bad at math. You'll have to explain. 24. There we go. 24 pounds. <laughs> 24 since the baby was born. Cool. Excellent. So, and you're, you're a lifetime now? I am, I am not lifetime. Oh. I am 11 pounds from my goal weight, which okay. will make it an even hundo. There you go. So, Welcome to the club. Yeah, I, I can't wait to be a part of it. One day. Yeah. I always tell people one day. It's funny, my, uh, the, our friend uh, Katie, WW Journey of Me, she's, she's lost 98. Mm -hmm. And that got her to go. So like, and like, you know, it's just like two, two more pounds, you can get to 100. And she's like, I'm done. I don't need to lose those two pounds. Like, <laughs> 98 is perfect. And, uh, <laughs> and 
you know, it's funny is like knowing her, like she's she's lost that too about seven hundred and eighty seven times because she loves candy and you know, all the all the things. So it's it's yeah. funny. Uh but it's cool. So so what 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 was what was going on in your world beyond just the fact that you realized that you wanted those foods and, and WW wasn't working, going even back further, uh gotta give ourselves some grace for having baby weight and that kind of stuff, but what have you changed about your approach to to all of yourself and living and that kind of stuff compared to the habits that you were carrying back in the day that that got you to the point to where it was even possible to gain 80 pounds just because you're carrying a baby and stuff like that day and one of my members said it tonight and she's also pretty she does she does the gram too Mm -hmm. her and I that resonated so much with me like mm -hmm. as a member and being her coach it was like oh I'm so proud of you but we all have that we all have that old yeah. like old Megan old Phil we all have that we remember oh. the person that we used to be but at, you get to a point where where it's like a memory because you don't know who they are yeah. anymore. you're not that same person anymore like yeah I remember I used to be able to take down family size bags of Snyder's barbecue chips. Like, like Meredith and I, we used to be roommates. We would sit there, yeah. we would bust open a bag of Snyder's barbecue chips, the family size, like it was no joke, pour it into a bowl and turn on the biggest loser. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was life. That's what we did. And now that's like cussing in church. Right. <laughs> right. I just, I literally just remember the season premiere starting and Jillian Michaels coming on the screen and being like, you on the couch with your chips. And we were like, ah, like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, it was, you just remember those like moments. Like, what was I doing? Like, what was I, what, what did it really taste that good? Yes. I can tell yeah. you they still taste that good. It is still a trigger food for me. Five yeah. years deep. It still is. There's just those things, but, knowing that a family size bag is 99 points i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna eat a family size bag of chips i'm not gonna yeah. Do it. yeah how 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 did you what was the like the first thing that you kind of started to do as you started doing this most recent version of ww like losing the weight since your last kid which we'll say that's the consistent run that you're on right now because yeah, I, I know things change two years deep yeah. yeah we'll call it yeah we'll call it that one even though so, I'm still, but, i still bought myself a balloon that says five don't worry i plan yeah. on being very dramatic about it next friday yeah, but um exercise one thousand yeah. percent exercise like it was it's all fun and games until you have to work really hard at it yeah like and i I just remember like the beginning is so easy, you know, you let go of the weight so quickly if you're doing all of the right things, you know, mm -hmm. the tracking and the water. And those are the easy things in my opinion. I've tracked every day for the last practically five years minus nine months, but yeah, it's the exercise. And it was like pulling teeth for me. Like if you saw me running, someone was chasing me. Yeah, It was never going to happen. And now I'm sitting here and I get excited to go like, like as soon as I hang up with you, I'm, I'm going to go to bed because I have a 5 a.m. Orange Theory class. Yeah. And that's, that's never who I was. That's not who I was. But when you have to work that hard to maintain or lose, you're not so willing to eat the family size bag of chips anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I know everybody knows what that means like it's just so much more work to keep it off oh absolutely absolutely you know the funny thing about this ww journey is i didn't do i didn't do any activity the first year having Me either. injuries and stuff like that lost tons of weight <clears throat> changed my desire i guess i said i want to actually try to do some workouts started doing it lost a moderate amount of weight the second year doing workouts but i never I never brought to the table saying, well, now that I'm working out, I want to lose this much. I was like, now that I'm working out, I want to just continue doing what I'm doing. 
Yeah. Whatever happens, the results are going to be fine. I know that I'm going to be changing my body in the aspect of smaller, larger, if in the right places and that kind of stuff. Stronger was a big component of what I wanted to do. Uh, more ability was a, a, a larger thing that I, I, I wanted to bring to the table. But, and, and the thing is, and I don't know if a lot of people think about it like this, or it takes a while till you get to this point till you realize that there's only so much creativity and fun stuff that you can do with your food. Like in the aspect of you're going to wake up every day and you're going to have a number that is your number for smart points. You eat those numbers or you go over those numbers or you come under whatever it is. It's just math. You do that. The food that you insert into that is just so many options that you could have the growth ability in your food is kind of here and it, it, it may expand just a little bit, but it's never going to be massive. You can exponentially grow your activity and you can even beyond that expand your mindset and how you think. And the coolest part for me, we'll see what you think about this, is that I can successfully achieve my goal in my food by the things that I think. I can successfully do the activity that I want to achieve by how I think. And when I first started WW, that was so beyond me even even to realize that how I think about stuff so much matters. So I'm just curious for you, like, and we can talk about specific food stuff later on and, and specific activities, but I really want to kind of break apart how you approach mindset and like what has changed in the way, one, I want to know what has changed with the person you see in the mirror? Like, How do you see her differently now, uh, two years, five years later on this journey? And then how... Do you approach like what it means like for, as far as like telling your story and using that as building those places that are like a safe harbor within your journey that I know that now that I'm here, I'm not going to go back. This may be a restart from here, but I'm not going to go back there. So talk about how, how that change happened for you. So, and it's just, it's that's like a loaded question, you know. Everybody, when you look at yourself in the mirror and it's taken a long time yeah i think because up until i started to up, up until i found orange theory i truly i feel like a spokesperson for orange theory by the way but up until i found that again thanks to meredith literally what would i do without her um i still saw the old me yeah i still saw the old me and i have days where I'm not too kind to myself and I talk to myself like I still am 244 yeah. and I don't deserve all of the things I've worked so hard for. We all have those days, right? But like now it's so nice to look at pictures and be like, yeah, I did work really hard for the arm definition or the shoulder definition or I, it got to a point with my weight loss where I was in a plateau. I don't, I don't know if I, I mean, I'm sure I was very vocal about it for seven months. Oh, wow. Seven long months. And it was, it was, what am I doing? Why am I wasting my time? And I was a coach. I'm a coach. Yeah. And so it, it's that feeling where it, like, I felt like a fraud. I felt like, and I, I don't know if any other coaches ever have this, but I, I mean, I know I'm sure some do, but I, felt like I am getting everybody else through this journey and they are all looking to me like I have all of the answers and I am the same. Yeah. And everything I do, this isn't working. Not, no matter what, how I change the foods I'm eating or what I'm doing, nothing is working. Yeah. And then I started doing activity and then I started gaining because I was doing activity. Yeah. And so then I was even more frustrated. And so then I'm speaking even more unkind to myself. But then you get to the point where you're doing the activity and you start to see the changes. And boy, was that worth it. The payoff is so worth it. And I remember going in and my coach was there and my friend Gia was there. When I finally lost three pounds in a go and busted that plateau, like it was the greatest day of my life. And I yeah. cried my eyes out and it's been going down consistently ever since the new year hit. 
but yeah. I, I just, until I saw exercise as a form of self-care, it wasn't for me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like in that new mindset, right? That new way of seeing activity, like that this feels good. Yeah. But more than just my mind, right? Like I'm leaving this place sore as all get out, but my mind feels good. Like I just worked so hard for me. Yeah. Not for anybody else. It's not for my kids. It's not for my husband. This was for me. And then I found out I got to eat a little bit more too. And that never hurts anything. Right. <laughs> that never hurts. At yeah. All. I've, you know, we all, we all share that mutual love of eating. Uh, that's, that's, that's the, what brings us all together. That's it? right. Our common bond is, is not a, an evil thing. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like that it's, it is a great thing in a great moment in time of the journey for you to be able to find something some activity for everyone that brings them that joy because it truly will diffuse that thing that is always chasing us and saying, no, don't go today. That thing that says, oh, you don't want to go to the gym because of all these reasons and excuses. Um, I remember for me, uh, it wasn't too far into my uh, activity journey where I realized I had arrived at the gym and I didn't try to talk myself out of going. I'm like, I'm I'm here. I'm going to work Isn't out. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to the gym and not work out, but I definitely will walk to the front door of my house and not go to the gym. You know, so uh it, it's it's a great thing where we can find something that like really feels like even though I know it's hard. And there's definitely times when like my heart rate was going and I felt like I need to sit in a chair for a few minutes and not <laughs> die. But there's been, you know, it's just one of those things like I love the way I feel when it's done. And I, and so much that it is fuel to carry on those last hard reps, those last whatever it is that's mm -hmm. it's doing. I can start thinking about what it will feel like to be at the end. Uh, so that's that journey is all mindset because it's the same thing that's going to carry you when you're climbing a mountain or when you're running a race or whatever. Is like, I want to see this journey to completion. I want to do this thing because I want to feel those feelings of the completion, the done. And I realized that there's, there's a, there's a hold back on a lot of that in the aspect of weight loss. And you can't assign that joy to be the end number because that's not what true living is. True living is supposed to be every day through the process and go ahead and get in that. So was that, you know, and, and a lot of that, I think kind of really fuels in the aspect of how you talk to yourself, how, what were some of those things that you had to, to do to undo how you talk to yourself? Like you spoke about a little bit earlier. I just like, I, I just remember like, and I'm sure I, you know, I don't, I just was so mean. And like, I yeah. still have days where I'm so mean, you know, because with the weight loss comes the loose skin. Right. And the, do I want to trade in Like for me, I'm, I'm, not interested in trading my loose skin for a scar yeah. and I just I'll learn to love the body that I have but I've worked hard for this body you know this whether it was working I I live this body has lived it's yeah. lived. I've battled obesity and I won I had kids and I battle obesity every day like it's never a battle that's done mm -hmm. and I think that it it got to a point and like the, my plateau really taught me a lot, honestly. Like, I don't think that, not that I wish a plateau on anybody, but I don't think a, a weight journey is complete without a good old plateau Yeah, because it really tests your mindset. Mm -hmm. It really tests, is this worth it? The whole yeah. thing. Am I putting myself through all of this? Is my mind strong enough for this? Yeah. And for me, that was, I think, a huge turning point because I remember crying all of the time, every week, every week I cried to one coach or to the other coach or usually to Meredith, poor girl. Um, why am I doing this? What's yeah. the point? Why am I going through all of this? Because I don't want to be who I used to be. That's why. Yeah. 
because even even stuck at this weight if i was stuck at this weight the rest of my life would i be happy yeah happiness is not a number on the scale anymore yeah. sure it'll be great to get to goal one day it'll be great to say i did it finally i'm here but then you have to say okay now i have to figure out how to stay here yeah and boy doesn't that sound terrifying yeah like <laughs> so it just had to be becoming happier with other things that are not yeah. on the scale and that was a lot easier to talk nicer to myself yeah like like man you just crushed that workout or you know yeah. man you just made a really good recipe and that's gonna go into the lineup or it just had to become more than like yes i lost weight this week like this week i gained two and a half pounds and it was one of those really unfun ones where you didn't do anything to deserve it right yeah those are the best yeah so Absolutely. it was okay well i gained two and a half pounds now what What's your game plan now? What's your action plan now? So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've said this before in workshops and stuff. It's like, if you're writing your weight loss journey resume, your number one thing can't be epic at losing weight. Nope, because that will end. At some point, you will not be epic at losing weight. You'll only be able to lose 0.1 in a month because maybe that's all you'll need to lose. Maybe you get to go or even below goal and you don't need to lose weight. So you're not an epic weight loser. You may have lost an epic amount of weight, but that's not who we want to be. We want to be the person we're intended to be and figure out what our purpose is in life. And I believe for most people, it's that their life matters. It matters to them. It matters to the people that they impact. And how can you use the words that come out of your mouth to influence yourself to do better things and to give the fruit of your day to help others in some way? That's the only thing this human body is created to do is to love itself and love the people that we're around whoever you come into so as you do that finding your purpose whatever it is i mean like you could you could be the best secretary at your your job you know whatever or you could be the best ceo you could possibly be whichever one you're called to do you get to do that you got to be the best version of yourself and learning to like love the person that gets to do that from day two all the way to date 877, whichever day it is that you learn how to do it, you know, that is a key component to successful in this life because the number, it needs to be like line item 10 on this, on this weight loss resume. So like number one should be, I learned how to love me because I'm worth it. And that I could scream that at show everyone and there is no deficiency in who you are or how you are going to get to the point that you realize that because today you are already enough. So learning, to, learning that story, you know, that's, that's a cool thing. So I just wonder for you, like how you have felt as you start to do this, because clearly we start these Instagram journeys, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely outgoing people like ourselves that, that learn how to talk quickly on here. And it's not hard to talk when you're on camera, but I was curious for you, of like how the payback has been as you learn to share your story and it may be a struggle day or maybe a happy day or whatever the, the 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 things that come back like what has it meant for you to to tell that story and see that man telling my story has a purpose because i helped someone because i said this this is this not just because i created a recipe or whatever those are great things but like and how in, the time i never post my recipe <laughs> yeah i you know i'm not a foodie i know a lot of them and i will share them until i'm done doing this right i'll be like go see their page because yeah. i didn't get it it's not me yeah but no i know exactly like literally this like having this instagram page has it not it literally has changed everything and I just, I, I encourage anybody who doesn't have a WW Instagram to make one because yeah. it has given me the best support system. And I hope that I have become that for somebody else. Yeah. I, and it, it's like, it's like the same feeling that you get from coaching, you know, yeah. except for that you get to put in this personal piece of you. Mm -hmm. like, this is something that I've struggled with, you know, maybe you can learn from this piece of me or maybe maybe this part of my journey is something that resonates with you and i i the the payback is the the when the people comment when it, whoever comments you know thank you for posting this you really made me feel like don't make me get all choked up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made me get all 
like thank you for for making me feel normal thank you for reminding me that gains are normal like thank you for posting when you have a really great loss you know but all of these things like i i have posted my weight every single week there's never been a week i haven't posted it because i want people to know that the good and the bad it's it's all this big long it's never going to be this this really great looking downward trend we all want it mm-hmm. we all hope for it i still th- i still look back like do you remember your first gain i do it was i had, uh it was like week 14 or 15 on you the made first, it much further than i did yeah like i well i i only had three gains the first year wow. so i only had 13 gains in almost three years whoa i take this stuff serious though <laughs> no but uh i i i just you know i'm me and and that's that's the thing is like i've i've that's learned it. how to i'm not how to do it for me and I had plenty to lose. So, you know, you're talking about momentum and snowball going down this thing. So it was, it's, it's ridiculous, but you know, and I understand there's a lot of people that are like that, but I think one of the, the only redeeming factor that I can say with, with my journey is because that early on I embraced that I have the ability to change my life with my mind because I didn't have the ability that, that I could foresee that changing my food would move the needle enough for me to get the life that I have attained now. And what I mean by that is like the willpower to just say, you need to eat more chicken and rice. That was never going to be me. There's people that have done that successfully, but the, the willpower to just really back in just a little bit, but still eat the things you love. I think I can get on board with that, but that's not a drastic enough change for all, all of the things that needed to happen in my life going forward. So it really was, dang, Phil, you've been thinking about a lot of these things the wrong way. So it really opened the door for me to crack open all of the habits that I was doing. And I really did an assessment. It was like, is this sustainable? If it's not, can I replace it or can I eliminate it? And a lot of things I was able to eliminate, a lot of things I was able to move, navigate, and, and change – and through that, the sustainability of my journey has really helped. So I feel like that that's, uh, I'll always be a mindset person for sure. And especially since I did the first year without activity at all, yeah. I know that it worked. Those two po- components can help. And I know that there are plenty of people that use extra activity to, to gain extra food points and that kind of stuff. They do food quasi right, but then the activity is something they're willing to do. And, and I think for a period of time, that's fine. But what's the plan for me? What's the plan if something happened to me and I'm not able to? I don't want to lose all of the things that I've gained because I can't. Because there's going to be times that I can't. There's going to be time. There's going to be parties that I go to where I can't control the food. That's that's a mindset thing that you can control that with. You can't physically manipulate what people set in front of you. You can abstain or you can you can uh, partake. You can walk away with regret or you can walk away with shame because you ate too much. It's all mindset. So I realized early on that, man, I need to, I need to change how I think about all this stuff. And for me, mindset is the leading edge. It's the one that can't be withdrawn and still be successful in my journey. Mindset. Yeah. yeah. You can't do it. You can't, you can change, you can change everything you eat. You can change the activity you do, but you can't, do it any of it without changing the way you think the way you think about your food the way you think about activity the way you think about yourself yeah you can't it's not possible because you can then you can turn around and you can say oh i ate the way i ate and and then the activity becomes a punishment or i'm eating the chicken and rice as a punishment because i ate that and that's not how we should feel about food and that's not how we should feel about activity like you cannot punish yourself that life is too short to take it that serious like you have to just be willing to make changes but the first has to happen right there yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely hey i want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors thank you for joining us we'll be right back now a message from our partners 
Hey, family, let me tell you about my favorite protein bars. Yeah, you know them. Healthy eating all the time. Heat-go.com. Check them out. They are gluten-free. They're all natural with no additives, no preservatives, naturally sweetened with honey made right here in America. You know, the goal for them is to provide fulfilling and conscious free bars that are fun fuel for the body allowing you to feel nourished throughout your busy day find those guys online at heat-go.com and on instagram at healthy eat underscore on the go if you need a 12 percent discount use the code wwfill that's right wwfill now back to our host wwfill how do you do your food what is your what is your approach to tracking? What is your approach to how you do that? Maybe you want to talk about which plan you've chosen and why you cho- chose sure. it and that kind of stuff. Uh, well, since since it came down the pipeline, green has been it for me. Um, okay. I I have never switched other than when I'm on twenty four seven chat and somebody asks how much is this on blue or purple. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to switch my app to go look for it. Um, I'm, I'm a green through and through, uh, because I, and I think, and I'll tell you, here's my thought process on this real quick, total side note, but I, I think I got on my, my, my podium about it last week or whatever, but you choose your plan based on your approach to food, based on your behavior towards food. I, I very much have a hard time controlling the things that go in my mouth. Like I, when, when it switched to freestyle, I feel like I failed miserably. And so people that do blue, I think you're phenomenal people. I wish that I could be like you. I can't, I needed somebody to slap the chicken and the corn on the cob out of my hand because I'll just keep putting it in my mouth. It was like a bottomless pit. There was no end. And I was just seeing gain after gain, after gain, after gain. And it just wasn't for me. So when green came out and it was like, Hey, you can go back to the way you used to think where everything had a point value, except for the fruits and veg, you know, um, I was all, I was on board. I was all for it. Bring me back. I'll count my chicken. I'll measure it out. I'm here for it. And it's, I've never looked at it any way differently. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt on the other plans when they give you that full list of zero point foods, I really had a hard time. I felt, pushed or almost pressured into like oh you have to like eggs so much that you should want to eat them all the time yucky i don't want to eat eggs all the time that sounds awful like no one will want to be my friend i'll smell like eggs all the time (laughs) and (laughs) that's just that's just how i felt like yeah i i think with green choosing green it was it's like somebody is there whispering in my ear okay it's it's time to stop now you've had enough and I can appreciate that because I need that. Yeah. Um, I need to wake up in the morning with that fresh set of 30 points saying, do I want a waffle for breakfast? Do I want eggs? Do I want oatmeal? I have all of these choices and I get to treat them the same, mm-hmm. not based on this is zero points and you need to eat this so that you can have this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to eat eggs just so that I could have ground beef later in the day. Like that's not very fun. So on green, I know I can have, you know, I had a waffle for breakfast today and I had Jimmy John's for lunch and I had chicken cordon bleu for dinner and it was great. And I got to have all of these things within 30 points. I never have a boring day. I'm yeah. not going to have chicken and rice because I'm supposed to. It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah I'm going to have chicken and rice it. because it's a stir fry. <laughs> We had uh, teriyaki chicken and rice for dinner. It was a Trader Joe's meal. So it was yeah. very good. Uh, but good. I, I, don't, I don't know what I ended up tracking at the end of the day. I just, I just basically, most most days, I just bankrupt my uh, my dailies and a little bit of my overs and call it good. And like, boom, I did it. Whatever. Oh, yeah. just another day. So I, yeah. here's my confession for you, Phil, is that I am a habitual tracker. Oh, yeah. In that, I have tracked every single day that I have been on the program. Like yeah, last do. year when that um when that 365 days came out every single day. Yeah. You tracked 365 days great job your most tracked thing was fat free half and half. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, good no good news it takes my copy seriously." But yeah. I and even I I I texted Ivana 
on Monday. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to track today. I'm going to be a rebel. I'm not going to track today. Right. Um, and so she called me out on it in the evening and she said, you tracked it, didn't you? I said, yeah, shut up. I totally did. I tracked the whole day yeah. down and dirty. I'm negative 15 for the week. And you know what? That's life. Yeah. I had the cake and I had the jalapeno burger and I had the Snyder's barbecue chips that I knew as soon as I stuck my hand in the bag that it was never going to end well. But I did it anyway. Yeah. Because we all need those days. We all yeah. have to remember you need those days. You need those days and you need to not feel bad about it. She said you failed miserably <laughs> at not tracking. See, she failed, like I failed miserably at not tracking. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just, it's a habit. And that's what we're talking about this week, right? Creating the habit loop. Yeah. That's something that's never going to go away. I asked my members today, I said, you know what? What's the first thing you did when you woke up this morning? Everybody's like, oh, I brushed my teeth. I started the coffee. I said, how many of you open your tracker? Yeah. Right off the rip. That's one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning. It's just a habit. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Just like opening up Instagram for me, opening up my tracker is a habit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, what's funny with me when I think about my tracking, um, I, I track things most of the time, like in a, in a pre- environment so like yeah. i'm about to eat i go ahead and track it <clears throat> i rarely ever do i eat something that isn't already tracked now it may be like minutes before or it could be intentionally like a, a half a day before or if yeah. i have really something that's important to me four days ahead and that kind of stuff i will will go ahead and kind of lock those points in and then i might adjust that and and change my plan because sometimes it's like well, right now, this thing that's extra three points sounds really good right now. So I'm going to go ahead and eat it. And I'm going to go ahead and deduct from what I've got saved over there. And because for me, the value-based thing that I have to do is get a blue dot. And I've got a that's blue dot. That's yeah, so I've, I've got a blue dot every day I've been on this journey except for one. And that was the day You're before, before, Once before we uh, went and saw Oprah. Uh, and there's probably some days that like if you had uh, a microscope and looked at it that I might have gotten a little bit off with that because I'm not I'm not 100 percent accurate, but I'm just going off the fact that one engage with it. I'm, I'm engaged with it. I'm thinking about it every day. I'm doing I'm doing this for me. So if the plan's working and I'm doing those things, I don't need to to make a a legalistic judgment on myself of like, oh, you're not doing it the right way, Phil. Like then I'm what I'm doing when I do that. And I would encourage everyone else to think about it this way. When you when you approach any part of this journey, even mindset or activity in that legalistic aspect that if I don't do this, then this then what you're what you're opening the door for is for you to feed yourself a lie that says, well, I didn't do that. Then I failed. And Absolutely. and that's not the truth. Like you showing up and thinking about it and then still overeating is not failing. That is being present in the moment and making a choice that you can live with, not a choice that was put upon you or a choice that you uh, don't uh, accept for yourself. So like if, if that's why that's why you can eat whatever you want on Thanksgiving and be happy with it, because you decide. And, and uh, I say this regularly. I was talking to uh, one of these interviews with Lisa mm. Shaw, a coach in New York City earlier this week. And so we were talking. And I said, I said, one of these things, this, this value-based thing that you put on yourself, like if you don't assign the value yourself, then you're accepting someone else's value put on you. And by that, this is the, one of the main areas where I come at the little quirky WW slogans. They say progress, not perfection. And I say progress is good. I will admit that some progress is good, but I do not accept the premise that perfection can be defined by anyone other than me. Every day I wake up, the best that I can do is what's perfect for me. So my progress, not perfection, if that perfection is designed by some industry that says this is what perfection should look like and I'm making progress towards that, then I, I, I do not accept that. My progress is what I define as best for me today. And as I will step into that moment, then that is perfect for me today. I will do the same thing tomorrow and I will do the same thing the next day. So how do you, how do you uh, view that? 
Um, I love that first of all. Yeah. I love that because yeah. there's it's just there's there's these little sayings that float around all over the place, right? One of them and she know she knows it. I I know if she pops on here she'll know. But when people say it is what it is. Mm-hmm. No it's not. Yeah. No it's not. It's not what it is. It is what you make it. Yeah. It's never just what it is because you're accepting defeat at that point. Yeah. You're accepting that you can be anything less than than your best and some days aren't so great, but yeah. it doesn't mean that that day wasn't your best. Oh yeah, and I've heard an example for this. This is a perfect example when you're talking about that. When you think about your station in life, one of the things as you grow in your relationship with your kid and your family is you will likely outgrow the place you live in mm-hmm. and you will buy a new home. It's very, very normal. Most people do that. When they buy a new home, there's a lot of chances that that new home doesn't have everything just perfect in it. It might need a little bit of work. It might have a fresh paint on the wall, but no, you're not going to paint the wall of your house. You're going to say, it is what it is. <laughs> no, nope. I'm going to freaking leave that wall an ugly color forever because it is what it is. No, you're going to paint the wall. You're going to do the work. Yes. And that's it right there. Like it is not is what it is. It's it do is the work not. that you need to do to get beyond that. And what yeah. it might take is you for actually say the words of what you want it to be and then work towards that. And you can right. break it apart in a hundred pieces and do it one at a time, whatever it takes. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you are exactly right. Yeah. It's just it's just one of these like I'll call it a pet peeve. We'll call yeah. it a pet peeve. Yeah. Because it's not you. If you want it bad enough, it's going to be whatever you need it to be. Yep. But if you say that it is what it is, you're accepting that defeat. And I refuse. I have worked too damn hard. Yeah. To just take, take it laying down. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. It's not who I am. It's not how I want my story to be written. Yeah. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So I totally. I the way you said the progress perfection thing, it just made me think of that. Like there are just some things that is it's not that's not it. Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not my end game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that the there's so many there's so many places in life where you can see someone that rises above a situation that it's very easy to say that phrase that it is what it is. Someone that gets bad news or whatever, or they, they're they forced into a situation where the gratification will be long delayed. Broken relationships are a perfect example mm-hmm. of like, well, you know, this, this relationship, it just is what it is all the time. Like, and thinking that uh, because I, because of where I am today, that healing can't happen. You delay that healing to happen and restoration to have opportunity. And, and, and that's well beyond relationships. That's in our personal perception of ourself. We can go in and actually heal those parts as we connect our, our memories and our emotions and fix our, the way we think about ourselves. Like I've said this hundreds of times on here. Um, when we think about, the old me, the younger version of me back in the past, like I have to learn how to love that person because they were doing the best they could. And had they said that phrase, it is what it is, I wouldn't be here today because they continued on even as slowly as we might have taken a decade to get to the point to where I finally realized what I needed to do. uh, I am not going to uh, penalize the way I think about my old self, I need to give myself some grace. The fact that it took a few decades to get to the point to where it took me three years to get to where I am today, and I'm still not done, that's that's not a bad thing. I'm happy to live in the moment I'm in today, and that is worth it all. Yes, absolutely. I I think that all the time about that plateau I was in. Yeah. Yeah. I could have just simply said, well, I guess I'll stop here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did. I asked my doctor. I said, you know, I don't know that 144 is really attainable for me. She said, mm-hmm. well, why not? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this, this, and this, and nothing's happening. She said, well, then do something else. Yeah. Don't take it laying down. Do something else. Yeah. And so I really just, that's when I started to work out. And 
I, I literally, I just, I was never, the, it was not going to happen for me. I just, I'm, I am an excessive sweater. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I just didn't want to do it on purpose. I, yeah. I didn't, I'm, I'm too busy. I have three kids. I have two jobs. I can't do any of this. It's not going to work for me. Well, that's when you just make the time. Yeah. How, how bad do you want it? That's I told myself all the time. How bad do you want it? And now the payout, seeing my body change when the scale mm -hmm. wasn't. Yeah. That's what kept Because I know long after I get to goal, I'm still going to need to look for those changes. I'm going to need to look for those non-scale victories. Yeah. Because my body will continue to change long after the scale stops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, I know for me, there was, there was definitely periods of time where I would sit on the couch and I would wonder what it would be like to be thinner, lighter, heavy, like, you know, not weigh as much. Uh, that was probably the, the thought process that I would have. It would not be what it would be like to be well or what it would be like to be healthy. I just right. wanted to be smaller. So I get that that's, that's kind of some, some sideways thinking, but that, that was a true thing for me to do that. Fast forward into this time, even though I still want to lose weight, I don't think about the number that I need to lose. I think about how can I be well and what can I do to make sure that I am the best version of me? And a lot of that deals with how I engage with people. How I'm present in the moments that I try. I have to try real hard. I need to try harder to be present with family and that kind of stuff. So those, those efforts, you, you make those efforts as you grow through this journey. It is an evolving process. But so as we, as we kind of live in that moment, like what are those things open us up to actually say beyond me getting here what will life look like there and what can i pull from the future me and go ahead and start doing it or building the ground towards doing it that is unrelated to this struggle journey that i'm on you know like what does true living look like what does what does it look like if i were to obtain the perfect level of success because what we're doing when we have those thoughts we're going ahead and saying the goal that dream that we want we're putting it into life into actual action and that's what i want people to say is like start living in the future of the things that you can achieve and bring those little those things back and build your house piece by piece and do that you know, so how how do you uh, how do you stay present in those futuristic kind of moments for you? Like, what what helps you with that? For me, it's just like I I'm finally at the point where if this were the end, if this if this was future me and this is what it looked like, I would be happy with the foods that I eat. I would be happy with the activity that I do. I would be happy with the way that I see myself. Mm. Like. I, there's going to be things that you wish that you could change always, you know, like, oh, I, I wish, you know, I wish my eyes weren't so far apart. Not that that's what I'm saying, but there's, yeah. there's things that you're always going to say, I wish I could always change this about me. I don't have those feelings anymore. Like yeah. there's going to be some things that I wish gravity hadn't taken with them, but here we are. Yeah. I've got some kids to prove that I worked really hard and I, I look at them every day and they gave me a piece of the body that I have now. And like, I have to be grateful for that in yeah. some way. Like I, my girls, not so much my son, I don't know what that kid's doing on his Nintendo half the day, but my girls, they, when I, during this pandemic, during this quarantine, I took, I didn't stop working out. Yeah. I found a way to do it at home. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going back to Orange Theory and the coaches, I talked to her today and she, because I, I actually just, today I got diagnosed with Achilles tendonitis. So, super fun. Yeah. Um, so I have to make some modifications, but I refuse to take that laying down. I'm not yeah. going to do it. I'm going to be at Orange Theory tomorrow and I'm going to do some modifications to my workout because if I stop, I know me, I won't go back. Mm -hmm. So I just never stopped. So during, during this whole pandemic, the, the girls, they saw me working out. They saw me 
lifting weights and running. And even my two-year-old, she'll grab the five-pound weight, which I'm, like, terrified that she's going to hurt herself. But she's sitting there doing this with her little five-pound weight and her little guns because yeah. I've shown them what a healthy role model looks like. And I'll be thanking myself for the rest of my life and the rest of theirs Yeah, that, that I made those changes and they see what healthy looks like. Yeah. Because I didn't have that. You know, you, I grew up in the household. If you didn't eat what was on your plate, there's kids in China that are starving, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what we were told. And so you just ate it, whether you were hungry or not. And yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for me. Yeah. We're sitting here as adults trying to rewind the tape and fix everything that we've learned. Yeah. These are all learned behaviors. So I'm, I'm thanking my future self for what I'm doing for my kids and hoping yeah. that I'm creating a healthier lifestyle for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, th I think it's, uh, it's as we, the further we dig into this journey and walk out, correcting our food, reeling it back into the healthy eating zone, uh, being the goal, you get your blue dots or whatever, uh, knowing that some level of success doesn't even have to be every day, but some level of success in hitting that will, will lead to uh, the standard WW weight loss that, you know, typically people following the plan lose one to two pounds, that kind of stuff. There's, there's science behind that and we can trust that. So for me, when I hear that, when I see that, when I've experienced that, I can just move that over into check the box kind of thing. And like, that's yeah. done. We'll do that. Let's okay. Do let's, let's move on. You know, and now I can move on to the deeper, more intimate things, the more connected to me things. And that's how I move this body, how I use this mind and those things. Like food will always be food and it can be fun and we can enjoy it and it can help move the needle. But at the end of the day, like what's going to bring me the greatest joy and the joy being living my life as I intended, intended to live for me and living it outwardly to help others. So those, those things for me are what really keep me engaged. And that's my word for the year is engaged 2020. 2020 has turned into be a hot storm of crap, but whatever, we're, it's we're sucking. It's the oatmeal raisin. That's we're, what I'm calling it. It's the yeah. oatmeal raisin. That's, that's right. What, I think Yvonne right. sent that to me. We this thought it chocolate chip tastes like. Warm chocolate chip, nasty old oatmeal raisin. I know it. I know it. I feel like I'm the oh. last kid, got the last cookie. Oh, man. Yes. That's yeah, right. but I get it. My uh, what is my word? My word is challenge. Yeah, I think, this year. Well, you and got boy, one. Boy, has it been? Let me tell you. <laughs> oh man, we need to we need to start a, a word of the year for uh, for July the first. It's coming up. Right. It'll be the second half of the year. We need a new freaking word. Of the year. We get a redo on this. This this <laughs> this is a twenty twenty point five. Whatever right. it is. Right. Yeah, we need a we need a new word. I'm gonna disengage from this. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. All right. Well, we got a couple of minutes before they shut us down. We get to go an hour, but so I always end these with pretty much the same way. It's like, what do you know? What do you want to know about me? If you have any questions you want to ask me while we're on here, me. What do I want to ask you? Let's see. Yeah. What do you want to ask me? Come on, coach. Yeah. Right. How about, how about, let me just. We can, I mean, we could spend just like three minutes talking about how much we both love Ivana, but we you know that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, can we just, okay, so we could, we could talk this three minutes where I went for my foot today, and they told me I have shingles. Oh, what? <laughs> and so, so Ivana and I are so similar that now she's concerned she has shingles, and we don't live anywhere near each other. Yeah. <laughs> And I just don't. I just don't. You can't even get it. Um, but I do. I I am. You'll you'll have to follow my journey to Connecticut next month. I'm gonna go and visit her, and we're gonna have we're gonna do our workshops in her apartment. <laughs> um, because why not? Like, how much do you love this virtual space that we all get to visit each other? I love. I go to Donna's workshop every Sunday morning in Connecticut. That's because right. I get to be a member still too. Well, tell her, tell her you want your morning cuff, morning coffee, in an Oklahoma mug because I sent her one. She's got an Oklahoma <laughs> mug, and you can get your coffee in it. And I bet she'll I will. Do it. 
yeah. then you can come on my workshop and you'll see me drinking out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't got to go into one of your workshops yet. You need to send me a message. Let me know when they are, and I'll find them. You got it. Yeah. Are you Cleveland? I am North Olmsted, Ohio, and Rocky River, Ohio. Yeah, I used to work for a company that had an office in North Olmsted. Yes, that's where system. most of mine are. So, uh, Sunday mornings, I'm with Meredith. Is my guide. Yeah. So, as if things haven't come full circle enough with her and I. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got. That's come. funny. They, they I, give they give the two of y'all the ability to go do a workshop by yourself. <laughs> what are they thinking? I say that all the time to my boss. I'm like, I can't believe you trust us. We've known each other since before we were legally able to drink in public. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, we got 10 seconds. So thank you for coming on. This has been amazing. Your journey inspires me so much. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, what a great conversation with Megan. She is a WW rock star, a WW coach. If you want to follow her on the gram, she is at WW underscore Tiny Tabor. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the WW Phil podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW.